beautiful people it's your girl queen omi we are back with season two of dating decoded tonight i am joined by my co-host dating doctor miss brooklyn hey girl hey hi how's it going (laughs) good 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 happy new year thank you happy new year to you and we're joined by our awesome (laughs) co-host mr will i am mr mlk mr low-key will the dawn Mm. keep talking about it (laughs) Pablo Frescobar, Black Rambo, Black Adonis. That's how we go start the year, Black Adonis. Adonis is a very sexy name to me. Adonis is so beautiful. I had never heard that name until I saw it It was someone's middle name. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -mm -mm. You know whose name was Adonis in a movie? (laughs) Michael B. Jordan. Mm. His fine self in Creed. Why don't you go ahead and pick that up? Okay. Which is sweet. Get you a towel. <laughs> Get you a towel. Okay. That's how you go do it? I just was you saying. telling all my I was, business. I was trying to help you. That's all. <laughs> anyway, again, welcome back to another episode. Um, for dinner tonight, before we dig into the topic, we're having torchies. I live for their queso. Mm-hmm. It has guac in it. Love Green. a good taco. Listen, I have the brush fire taco tonight, which is like jerk chicken. Mangoes, I don't get mangoes, but um, like real spicy, like sauce on it. It's mm-hmm. real good and inexpensive, you know, for Cheap sure. Eats, you need something quick to eat for lunch or dinner. There you go. <laughs> and if you haven't had their queso, do yourself a favor. Fire, precisely why I can't be a vegan because cheese is just too good. You need to go to Spiral Diner. Spiral Diner. Yes. Put that You'll know on the you list. can be. It is on the list. I've is been it? waiting for somebody to pick it. Okay, perfect. <laughs> we can do that. We can do that. So we look at it like that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> tonight's episode um, is titled "Love Him or Leave Her." I think I named this episode, didn't I? You did. I did. Well, I mean, why is that? Well, I think the thought behind it was that me personally, and I, I don't know about everybody else, but. I always found myself in this place of like reflection at the end of the year and the beginning uh-huh. of the year. Right. So I think too is uh everybody that's out there as we date people or we talk to people like we reevaluate our relationships like because it's kind of like we always want to fresh fresh start with everything that we do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So uh, I mean I think it's like we in this constant battle like do I stay do I go? Mm. You know what I mean? Especially with it being like 2020, a whole new decade, we've been seeing all the things about leaving X, Y, and Z in the past. Right. Yeah. I know last um episode for last season we talked about what we're ghosting right Facts. right so now we're talking about resolutions i don't right. really like that word because it just i it call them goals in, yes yeah i feel like we should how about how about we use the word concentrations this is going to be my concentration for 2020 I'm there you go that. that's strong but yeah i just think that's really what it's about i mean i think it's a perfect topic as we go into dating and dating as we know can always be challenging but it, it also comes with uh you know it's nuances and so sometimes you want to make sure that you Earn a positive space and that you're getting positive things back from the person that you're with. And if not, hey, sometimes it's it's good to cut, you know, cut bait and, and just keep moving. So, you know, we'll dig into it and yeah. figure it out. But speaking of that, you know, last season, mm-hmm. we always usually play a song that has something to do with what we're talking about. So I actually oh, sure. had, I, I, I thought we had one already picked out, but I think this one's actually going to be a little bit better. Okay. But we'll run this, see what everybody's thinking, see if y'all kind of see how the correlation works. But from somebody you know, well, Brooke doesn't know it. What well, don't do, I know? You don't know it? What do I know? Oh, God. See, she doesn't what do know. What do I not know? <laughs> Let's go ahead and get into it real quick. Boom, boom, boom. We're going to run it like this. Ooh. Yeah. I am confusion. 
listen, he's the definition of resilience, okay? Hey. hey. I don't know, woo woo woo, but. <laughs> Ooh, love him or leave her. Man, I'm telling you. Coupled with the song Undecided. Wait, is it the song that I didn't know? Because I know that song. I think he was just poking fun at you. I was poking oh, fun at okay, you. Okay, yeah. sorry. I can't take a joke. <laughs> no, we already know Chris Breezy holding it down. Definitely. The king of hits. And Definition of say, resilience. Y'all know them up you know? vibes when Chris yes. Breezy come on. It's real deal, holy feel. It's like. It's like the other, well, it was, uh, I call him the other Bay's brother, you know, if you know anything. <laughs> I mean, he is. He's a Waffle Color Negro, a.k.a. shout out to my man Charlemagne. But, um, no, I think I think it's a really good topic that, you know, we can discuss with everybody that's reevaluating and setting those new goals for 2020 for the dub year. Definitely. So, you know what I'm saying? Again, it, it, it is the dub year. Hopefully, everybody can start catching dubs, no L's, you know, and let's just see where it goes so let's get into it let's, let's, let's see what y'all talking about today let me ask this first if you had to pick a number between one and ten and what ten being really good and one being trash what how was, would you guys rate the dating scene of 2019 honestly i think it's like a solid seven if you give it a chance okay if you gave it a chance okay yeah i just, did Go, go ahead. ahead. I'm sorry, babe. No, you're good. Um, just because I feel like we're just in this really cool like shift where a lot of people are coming into this whole like men are kings, women are queens, mm-hmm. and the way that you treat one another. Yes, there is still a lot of like BS that's going on in like the dating community, but I think that the way that we're treating people and the way that we're learning to love um, everybody is is really cool. So I think it's gotten a lot better. I like that response. Um, oh, no. What about you, Will? Um, I think this was probably actually the first year that I actually dated, like dated, dated, um, probably in some years. years. All the other years was what? Um. Fucking. (laughs) No, ma'am. It wasn't just. Fucking. Wait, wait, it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. No, I think for me, it just was a, uh, I just was in a space where, um, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, you know, and now I'm kind of like getting a little bit older and I'm trying to be a little bit more conscious about what i'm doing to put myself in in successful positions like not just at work and financially but just in my personal life i feel like you know as a man you want to you want to be happy and like not only do you see a lot of your friends obviously i'm like the the last one on all my little proverbial cruise you know to to be trying to take that step so it's kind of like you know you i've in a way in a way you've waited you know so long and so this time you, you want to make sure you do it right with the time that you're giving it so I hear that. I tried to make it a point to really be a little bit more aggressive, kind of face some of the fears I have. and Come through facing fears. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? My own little issues and, you know, just try to make some, some, some ish happen. Yes. You know what I mean? We'll talk more about those things, um, those issues and those fears as the season unfolds because I think, obviously, you guys know who've been listening for a while that, like, we try to keep it 100 with y'all. 100%. Um, 100, 100%. Everything looked good on the gram. Most times, but we want to make sure that when we're in real conversation that you know that we're dealing with stuff. All yeah. relationships ain't perfect, so I appreciate you saying that. That's yeah, I mean, you always got to keep it hundred, especially from a guy perspective. And yeah. I think that's one thing, like, fellas, we really got to start doing, you know what I'm saying, not even in this dub year, but just, just period, man, just keeping it a hundred. Like, 
Definitely. No matter how it sounds, no matter the reaction, any of that, like just keep it hunted. I Definitely. mean, I think I think even for ladies, keep it hunted. Like it hurts sometimes to hear the truth that we don't want to hear. Right. Word. But I mean, it is what it is. I know myself. Like I've had a hard time dating because you know I try not to like be dating multiple people at one time. But we've all had I've had this discussion with y'all. Right. And a lot of times, you know, some women that I've dated don't really necessarily believe in that, mm. or like they believe it to a certain extent. Is okay. Yeah, I'm like you're the person I spend. 90% of my time with, but I keep this person or that person kind of like on standby. Mm. Like when you go out of town, I may want to go get drinks with my friends. <laughs> you know, and ladies, y'all know, y'all know that y'all's infamous line. Yep. Going out to get drinks with my friends. <laughs> so I just want to let you know, guys know what that means. So y'all should probably change it up at this point. <laughs> That's you know how you're going to do it? you going to spill all the tea at the top yeah, of I'm the year? Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely letting you know. And then uh, what we talking about uh, not so long ago, the whole, you know, um, cast starting to catch on that we... Getting the free meals? Yeah. Yeah, we and, on that. We on that too. And so it's thirty dollars, fifty max. It doesn't matter. Seventy if you ball it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. So doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's like uh, an investment. Like For sure. And I think you should make wise investments. Now as twenty twenty does start this new decade, I think that's something we ought to talk about. Right. Wise for sure. investments. Wise I don't investments, think it's yeah. I don't think it's bad to invest a nice meal into someone that you see is worth it. You shouldn't be spending that much money on it. Just anybody, but I digress. All I'm saying is, ladies, don't be upset or offended if he asks you for, to, to go out with him for ice cream or for Starbucks. Y'all better take that date. You know. <laughs> politely and have a good conversation and work up to that. Because it's the thing, too, right? And I said this a couple of weeks ago, and women, no one ever agrees with me. <laughs> no one ever does, right? But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm trying to give ladies the vibe here, right? Even for fellas, just as much as women would love for us to court them and earn like their time and their respect and their love and all those things. Right. Like a man wants that. A man wants the same, like for sure. Not, no, not necessarily be courted, but like, we want to feel like you want to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like not, not you're here for the ride. I agree with that. It looks good. Not because you're going to go ahead and post some pictures on the ground. I get you. Cause I promise you, like I've literally like, I haven't necessarily stopped talking to people. But I definitely like frown upon you. If I see you, we go to dinner and you pull your phone out and start taking pictures of food. Ooh. It's really a weird thing for mm. me. Wait, why? Because I like to take w- pictures of my food. Me, and it's just me. So, Do you think it is it more of like first date or just in general? Like no um, matter how long you've been I feel talking. like maybe like if you got a little bit more time, it's a little different. But I guess, you know, when you're in your early stages, for me, it kind of lets me know that you, you haven't been there before. What yeah. if she makes a boomerang? And she starts off at the plate, but she ends with you. And boomerang her ass right on up out of here. You don't want to be posted on social media? Like, what if she's, like, making it, a, like, a known thing? Like, oh, okay, I'm out with the guy that I like that I'm courting. Well, We're we, courting each other. Well, that's be real, bro. We know 99% of women. <laughs> 99. Never post a picture of the man they're with on a first date. Oh, it has to be a first date. Yeah, we're talking about like early stages. Like until mm-hmm. that woman knows that she's rocking with him, and usually even after that, like. Then yeah, I wouldn't pull my phone out. That's just rude. Yeah, I think being it's not present. about being rude. It's just but for me, and again, it's me. It's not every not every man thinks that way. Mm-hmm. Some men like that. Some men like to be like, oh yeah, you know what I'm saying? My girl out here bragging on chick. I'm she bragging about what I'm doing. I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, oh, to me, really, you're just setting yourself up. Because if I'm like, y'all don't feel like doing that right now. I don't feel like doing this. Then it. Oh, that ruins the vibe a little it bit. It ruins the vibe. Yeah. yeah. But there may be two or three months where it's like, I just kind of want to do some more low key stuff. I get you. But it's just about the time that you spend with the person that you with. I get you. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, honestly, like, think about it like this, right? I'm going to pause you right there, right? Okay. Um, In terms of my rating, 
Um, I would say I feel like I actively dated for a majority of the year. I'd give it a I'd say a six on average. Not everything sucked. I think the more <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, the more I dated, I got focused and realized like I'm learning as much about me as I can. Oh, absolutely. Granted, I'm having good times with people, and I'm not dating, like, just idly just to say I got a man or something like that. But I realized, like, you know what? I'm going to get out what I put in. It started out as a as a three. So ending with a six, <laughs> it's pretty good. But the interesting thing is that um, a couple weeks ago, I had my followers jump in on this, and I posted a poll on Instagram in my story, and I just asked people to rate the scene themselves, right? Yeah. So let's pull up the archive and see what the people said. I'm excited. All right. I like polls. Yes. Um, yeah. While I pull this up, Will, finish what you were saying. I mean, at the end of the day, man, it's just all about, you know, doing things the right way. And, like, somebody rock with you, they rock with you, you know. Be genuine. Like, if you there. You mean, when you say there, you mean, like, dating? Like, on the date? Yeah, just, okay. like, being in that person's presence, you know. Got it. Just let that person, I'm like, yo, you know. Like, I mean, again, you know, I'm not looking for nothing serious. I'm really just out trying to get my date on, see people, meet people. Like, be honest. Yeah, you know I feel you on that. You know what's interesting about what it is that you said? That, like, really, it connects really well with just me and my personal relationship and stuff is, for me anyway, Dexter and I's relationship, it very much started off on that thing where he saw that I didn't care what it is we were doing as long as we were spending time together. And it, like, I think that's what made him pursue me seriously. Because when I I pulled up to his house on the first date, which is, I know, don't do that. People (laughs) people can kill you. But, um... I pulled up to his house on the first date, and uh, we didn't really have a plan. We were terrible planners, and that's something we got to work on together. But mm. I pulled up to the house. We didn't know really what we were doing. And I he lived on a cul-de-sac at the time, and I walked up into, like, the middle of the cul-de-sac and sat on the ground, and I said, let's just chill here. I was like, I don't, get, I don't care about, like, the, I, mean, I know that's kind of weird. But, yeah, that's a vibe, though. Yeah, I but. Mean, that's something I was so do. That's for a vibe. Yeah, I was like, let's just kick it here. I mean, we didn't end up staying there, but we did sit on the sit on the concrete, like, in the middle of the cul-de-sac, doing nothing for a little bit, just talking. And then we decided to get in the car and go hmm. and do but other I things. But I guarantee you, you ask a lot of dudes about why they married the women that they women and they're happy mm-hmm. it'll be something very interesting like that that comes yeah. in that story mm-hmm. so i think that's dope like it sounds weird like, but it's super yeah. fun like yo, just let's doing go, nothing let's, let's go to walmart and make videos on our first <laughs> day, like just ignorant videos one of the best dates that i've ever been on it's not it was not with dexter so i apologize but um ooh, ooh, no i think i feel like i've told him maybe not i don't know but one of the best dates I've ever been on is we just went to Ikea and we walked around and did like, like we were just being weird, but it, shit was fun. I can dig that. Yeah. I love Ikea first off. Just, yeah. I'm big DIY. Oh yeah. So to He just bought a dresser <laughs> just to make it seem like we were there for a reason. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Multi-purpose date. That's right. all that we're looking for is I a complete know, vibe. That's good. You know the month And you can't force the vibe. All right. So on these, um, the polls that I put on my, um, Instagram, right? Mm-hmm. I got so many things. Um, I had married people speaking on behalf of their friends. Um, somebody gave it a three. I had... Uh, I mean, just based on the stories that they've heard is what they said. I had a shorty give a one. Yikes. Como se dice, yikes. Um, I had another girl give a four. Um, somebody actually gave an eight. And... This guy, interestingly enough, like, I had a crush on him in second grade. <laughs> and, like, we're not, like, the closest of friends, but we're, like, IG friends. Does this but, count? Um, what, him giving it an eight? Or what does what count? You like him had in a second crush. grade. 
It's a crush. I mean, that's just the way we were introduced to each other. So that's what I kind of refer to him, like my second grade crush or whatever. Okay. We went. We ended up going to high school together, though, like years later. Gotcha. Did you have a crush on him then? No. Gotcha. Mm-mm. Okay. But um, he gave an eight, and don't don't do that. <laughs> Relax. Um, honestly, I wasn't surprised because he he gives us like he gives off good energy, like positive vibes. So for him, it doesn't seem like he would. And that's just based on my perception that he would give it a lower number than that. Mm-hmm. So I was pretty in- intrigued by that. Um, the consensus, on average, when I tallied up all the numbers, was a solid four that people that. I gave. Yeah, I can see it. So moving into the main conversation, right? When it comes to having a dating scene that has an average number of four, and that's mm-hmm. just based on my following, I think one of the biggest factors for that, in my opinion is expectations i feel like the last couple yeah. of episodes we've been talking about that yeah i feel very strongly about expectations yeah like it, it really gets under my skin yeah <laughs> and i just i just can't shake that word or i can't shake the fact that like that really plays a role in the way people are connecting absolutely and i think people are losing sight of the fact that we are regular people who are figuring it out as we go there is no rule book to adulting i think a lot of it too is the, a lot of people walking into it trying to find the same as that person that they are in order to connect. Right. Like they want to try to find as much stuff as possible so it makes it can make the situation seem seamless, which I can understand. Like I run into a lot of people have a lot of things in common, but there are like major things that I don't have in common that kind of that supersede that. Like right. we really as a people have to jump through that physical hoop quick, quicker than normal. And the reason why I say this is because dude you could be fine. Like you could be like drop dead gorgeous like mm-hmm. Rihanna fine. Beyonce fine. <laughs> I don't Whatever celebrity you consider fine. Oh my gosh, she's heavenly. Omi fine, Brooklyn fine, whoever fine, right? The point is, is that that person is only going to maintain so much beauty to you until that first disagreement. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that argument. That first argument, and then you, you look at that person, ugly, like, right? Well, just but but it, but that person now like loses that luster, right? Like that yeah. that 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 aura. Come right? through SAT word luster. No, I'm just saying, like it, they do for real. I mean, yeah, you look sure. at you look at a person differently. Yeah, I feel you. Like, that person looks the exact same way you did before. It's like a married couple, right? Right. Yo, I can't stand this motherfucker. I can't stand this person, right? All my ex is ugly as hell. I just want to say that now. But it's like, yo. But they were cute when I was dating them. Yeah. But but you let the nigga smash. Mm, You're right. Yeah. It's amazing. Love is blind. And it'll take over your mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. Like, it's crazy. I mean, it's like that. It's like that. But... I think, too, it's not just about expectations. I think it's all about your screening process. Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of people heard me say this, too. You, you gotta, you got to have strong screening processes about what you want to do. That's just, my, my process is completely unorthodox and probably the most backward to everybody. I mean, it's your process, though. Yeah, it's so my it process, yeah. Like, the door probably is a little more quicker moving, but in a sense, it's kind of like you kind of see things a little, a little further ahead. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, you kind of pick some of those things out earlier that you can potentially see really being real issues for you mm, yeah i think a lot of that comes within the person who's doing the dating too because i feel like if you're not good within yourself you're willing to put up with a lot more Heck like yeah. brooklyn two years ago was I, I feel really bad for that girl and like the person that i used to be because i used to like put up with a lot and it would there would be things that would happen in the fresh parts of a relationship and i would let it slide so i'm like okay you know but this person mm-hmm. is giving me attention and i mm-hmm. want to i want that attention i want someone to want me yeah yeah and now like if if i were dating and if that that same person were to come up to me or someone similar who had those same tendencies hell no right yeah i would <laughs> you know this the screening process is a 
would be a lot more tightened up. For sure. Yeah. But, and but that, do you change your screening process though? Absolutely. Like, Over you time. Make adjustments to it. Yeah, I definitely think so. Yeah. Um, like a part of my screening process is this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spill a little bit of my tea. <laughs> um, <laughs> this it. idea of perfection, like sometimes I project that onto people. So if I see anything that is seemingly unattractive, argumentative, combative, granted, it's not like I'm looking for those things, mm-hmm. but if I see any inclination of somebody just being merely human, <laughs> I'm like, nah. <laughs> and that comes from just wanting control and just wanting them to just like not come with any type of vices so that I don't have to deal with no pain. And it's right. a very like selfish outlook, but again, that's when I'm not hop- operating at my highest self. So when I am hop- operating, I keep saying hop, operating <laughs> at my highest self, um, I tap into this like relinquishing of control. And allowing conversations to flow, not trying to be the facilitator. Because I wouldn't say I'm outspoken, but I'm not afraid to speak my mind. So, and I do think it is, but sometimes I have to yield and let people be them, let people talk, let people steer the conversation, or just simply let people finish their thought before I interject with what I'm thinking or what I think is right. So, to answer the question, I do think that the screening process does develop as I get older and I realize that... I think the screening process is a, is a huge reflection of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, because like even with Based you talking... How- yeah, well, sorry. Even with you um, talking about like your... Like the, them needing to be perfect or, yeah. you know, if there's any inkling of the them being human, <laughs> do you feel like for you specifically that you feel like you have to be perfect and you have to... I did. Yeah. And it's it's like that thorn in my flesh. Yeah. Doesn't ever go away. It keeps me dependent on God and it keeps me humble. Right. And I think in a sense relatable, but that's when I'm not really at my optimal. I haven't gotten sleep. Maybe I'm hangry. You know what I'm saying? Like, but when I'm like chilling, I'm good. Sleep pattern is good. I'm like, let the wind just flow. I'm good. That's a good Breeze in my hair. And yeah. I try to be that way. So, you know, going into 2020, I'm realizing like, the, the better I am, the healthier I am, the better I can relate and connect with people. I think at the end of the day, like what you what you breathe um, is what you manifest. So if you begin to worry, become worrisome about things and those things are going to start to manifest at a higher, a higher rate. Right. Like like physically speed wise, like I'm broke, I'm going through this, I'm going through that. And they intensify. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Yeah. So I think, like, even in dating, it's like that. Like, oh, this person's not responding back to me. Like, mm-hmm. what is this person doing? Yeah. Then you create, like, this crazy anxiety. Like, For sure. You know, oh, well, this person has been responding to me at this frequency. Now they're not. You know, yeah. I talk to this person every night. Now they're now I'm not. Or they didn't call me last night. Now the body, like, I've, I've recently done that. Like, yeah. talking to some brothers, like, yeah, you know, like, when we don't talk for a night, like, the vibe is different. So I'm like, now I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'm just manifesting that. And I think our words have power. Yeah. So heading into 2020, listen, I'm not trying to say that, like, you got to be all kooky and, like, unrealistic and overly optimistic, but Mm -hmm. speak life into yourself, your situation, relinquish control. And I keep saying this, but, like, let life happen. And I don't say that in a sense of, like, not having a plan, but, like, be flexible. Let life leave you in awe. Right. You know what I'm saying? So realizing that there's no formula for dating, there are ways to actually go about it and be intentional to actually have fun. Like 
we're gonna get deep into like our feelings and like our reflecting but i feel like that's what the top of the year ought to be because it will literally set the trajectory of the rest of the year right, right. but fun and dating can coexist they are synonymous <laughs> yes oh my gosh so let's talk more <laughs> about that because the song that we were going to choose was john legend ordinary people right Facts. Facts. it definitely sh- paints a picture of the type of relationship that has ups and downs but at the end of the day they're on one accord and they're heading in a certain direction right Right. but we chose chris brown because he's more upbeat so i'm actually glad that we chose that song but as we get into the whole undecided aspect of the song what decisions are we making for 2020 that dating is going to be fun and then if that's the case how are we going to go about that because i know you mentioned will to have more creative dates again if y'all haven't like can tell by the many things many episodes that i've done like i'm very unconventional right and i'm always like forward thinking and so okay. for me being creative it just has to do more with a lot has to do more with you really being involved with that person right because i think what we lack is that with social media and the the um extreme visual of multiple options mm-hmm. or these outrageous number of options for everything that we do yeah we lose creativity because we begin to sink into this place of just being able to do what we want to do because it's comfortable so for me it's like okay cool i already know what i'm gonna go i'm gonna go dinner in a movie we're gonna eat here we're gonna eat here we're gonna eat here we're gonna go do this yeah. it becomes like repetition as far as like dating like i feel like people don't really put like thought into some stuff now don't and get I me almost, wrong i almost think sorry to cut you off i almost think that people like do the things that like look fun but aren't really fun just so they can have like that photo op right yeah you know what i'm right. saying like absolutely like, I mean, like, like, <laughs> like to me to me honestly like, i feel i really feel like part of dating is is a, is a photo op and an instagram story these days. <laughs> Sure. I'm being honest with you. But like, we, we're trying to get out of that. So tell me, just off the top of your dome, like what's one creative date idea that you that that you do? That I've done? I'm not giving y'all my secrets. I might still All have right. to use it. Come on, man. <laughs> so you go put us on blast, but you can't. I'm not putting y'all on blast. I'll, I'll give y'all a creative. I'll give That's you what a I'm creative saying. one. Oh, not one yeah, that yeah. I'll use. No. While, while you think... I thought about this idea of like building a gingerbread house together. That'd be uh, dope. Yeah. That'd be dope. Like I, I love, love that. House. I get and really competitive though. Listen. <laughs> you, oh, I got to sh- I got to show y'all the picture of mine when we get done. Okay, I, I won. But to me it's <laughs> I, I won just so I you did. Know. <laughs> there was a competition and I won. But to me it's like a like paint and sip, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not a competition, but I mean, low key, you be compared. You be like, like yeah, I think it's Dexter something that we that. we do a lot. But I think it's still creative, just yeah. because it. Uh uh-uh, uh, don't don't get into competition. What's your idea? No, I mean, I think <laughs> I was just saying, I think that's a good. I, I think that's a good idea. So you gonna hop on the gingerbread wagon? Yeah, I hop on the gingerbread. Okay, like, but I, I, again, I'm down for stuff like that. Like, yeah, I like doing things that you know we don't have to be normal. Like, where it's really you just. And that icing Vibing can get anywhere. Oh my god. The what? I said that icing can get anywhere. Well, that's not open. Ew, uh-huh. I get it. You're gross. <laughs> Only you been you going through some things, baby. I told you I'm good over here. I'm really good. Okay, yeah. All right. Time. Dexter and I second date we uh, carved pumpkins. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, that's dope. It was during the what's it that's called? Dope. Like a the fall? Halloween time. Oh, yeah. got it, got it. That's, yeah, that's dope. dope. I think, like, the the overarching message when it comes to, like, dating in 2020 should, like, just be intentional. I think we should. I don't think we should. Let me not say that. I think it would be more fun if we got away from trying to create, like, force a vibe. Right. As opposed to just, like, letting it happen. So come up with an idea and just show up, be present, you know, be willing to just have fun. I'm trying to think of stuff that I've done in the past. No, you just said you wasn't going to share that. No, I didn't. I said I wasn't going to share anything that, that I would done. I would I would do right now. 
because I might need to use those. Okay. Bye. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I think something I've done before is that, and this is when I had, I actually had, I was in a relationship. Okay. But I remember one night we were bored and we planned to have a date night. Um, but we just really, we, we didn't, once we got together, we were like, I really don't feel like going out to eat. Hold I really on. don't feel like sitting in a movie for the next two or three hours. Yeah. I really don't feel like getting dressed up. Okay. And that's actually what I got the idea from. I was like, hey, let's go somewhere and like literally style each other an outfit. <laughs> And just go out and take pictures actually, from the outfits that we that we styled each other, but it has to be something completely different, hmm. out of like outside of the norm of what that person would would kind of normally wear. Are, are you styling from your closets? No, like you would actually like pick a store. Okay, so you're oh, buying clothes. You wanna, like either buying clothes or y'all would just go in there and like try stuff on and take pictures and have fun, like whatever works for I'm you. Because for not everybody can you know just go out and just. But it was just it was a random thing, mm. you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what I mean, like like fun stuff, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Because uh. I don't know, I was listening to something earlier. I don't, where was I? I don't think I was at church this morning. It was somewhere I was listening to. I can't remember. Were you there or not? No, I went to church this morning, okay. but I'm trying to remember who said it to me so I can give credit where credit is due. Hmm. But I remember, uh, and it hit me because I was like, and I've said this to people for forever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, when you stop having fun with the person that you're with, your mm-hmm. relationship instantly falls apart absolutely and what they actually said though was when you stop laughing Uh, with that person because that laughter then becomes replaced with arguments and hatred and tough times and things of that sort and it's something that i've always said right i've always been against these cliches of life Mm -hmm. the happy wife happy life thing Mm -hmm. because i don't because i think it's it's it to me in our generation it uh it pushes a um it pushes an idea of like only a woman should be catered to, right? And I'm gonna stand up for the guys here on this one. Like I believe you should do any and everything you can for your woman to make your woman happy, but at the same time, I feel like she should do anything and everything she can to do the same thing for you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I get you. Be, like now she doesn't need to go like and buy you purses, like things that equip like equip <laughs> are equivalent to a purse or whatever high dollar gifts or whatever people think you should do. Mm-hmm. I just reciprocity right we talked about it I like, get you. i'm a firm believer in it like it's like number one like if i'm doing something for you i don't necessarily need you to spend money on me right i just want to see that you actually you care for me yeah, yeah. you know what i'm saying like i'll take you out to dinner six times but maybe you actually take some time and really maybe make a dinner mm. i mean that costs you a whole lot we may not have to get up and get dressed out but that's what i would prefer to me that's what's going to make me more interested in you because i, I see you. that you're using your brain you're I not love- relying on me to do stuff you know Oh, well, you're the man. You're this. I get you. Okay. Well, I'm the man until you want to take control of stuff. <laughs> I love how, like, you know, your examples really make it plain what your love language is. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think it's very, very evident. And that's why I always say it's just, I want you to understand this is my perspective. For not, sure. And I think that it's it's amazing yeah. that, like, yeah. you're self-aware in that way. Yeah, because I'm, I'm me. I'm not take a taker. Notes, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not a taker, right? Like, I'm, I'm a... I try to be a very giving person, mm-hmm. you know, but like one of the, one of my biggest pet peeves, like when you met, when you meet a woman and she starts telling you all the stuff that she, like you were saying, like she expects or the stuff that she's had before. That's the quickest way to get the complete opposite for me. Wait, let me. Sorry. Like, oh yeah, you know, I date dudes and they fly me out. Oh yeah, I date dudes and they, they pay for me and my friends There's to There's no out. reason why anybody should be talking about what anybody else has done that. for you in the past. You know, I think happens. that's so weird. It happens. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's happening. I guess we don't experience it because we're obviously the women, the yeah. women right? Because right. if, you, if you don't think that way, you'll probably never encounter it. Mm. But a lot that's of dudes, they, they encounter that. Like, oh, in these like, very subtle ways. Some ladies will do that. And unfortunately, mm. sometimes 
you can encounter, you know, the wrong person and scar that person. You know what I mean? I feel you. So, I would just encourage people that are, try to change that narrative, you know, and try to, and even for the fellows that are going through that right now or going through situations where they feel like they're giving too much. Like, I can understand it because a lot of women feel like they give too much. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I, I think a lot of women feel like they give of themselves, which is, has no monetary value on it. I'm you glad you I'm said saying? that because... I feel like a portion of being intentional has a lot to do with what you know about yourself and also like what you're looking for. Facts. Like the fact that you are giving of yourself. If you are someone who is looking to be married, Mm -hmm. it would make sense that you would invest. You know what I'm saying? But I think with knowing yourself and what you're looking for, that's a conversation that needs to be had so that you can determine, well, first off, what they are looking for and what they want. And if they're clear about who they are. And then if you're not on the same page, then you kind of know how to play your cards after that. But I think, too, is that I think you also have to be realistic and honest with yourself about what you want. Right. Are you looking for like a friendship? Not what you think you want. Not what you're planning to want. Mm. I think a lot of women do that. And a lot of men do that as well. Like are not actually in a place where they're ready for what they're asking for. No. You'd be like, oh, yeah, you know, I want a man that makes six figures. Or I want a girl that, you know, cooks, cleans, and, you know, serves me up when I need to. Okay. That ain't realistic. Okay. Hey, listen, your girl tired, bruh. (laughs) You go ahead and hit her with that tap on the shoulder all you want. (laughs) But it's going to be nice when she's like, bro, I'm tired. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, or that night nice. where, you, where you feel like you really need some affection and she giving you some half-ass affection. And you're like, oh, I'm not really rocking with you. So what you going to do? Pop that phone up. Get on that app. Hey, Chantel, what you doing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now you're in a situation. Or vice versa. So with that, how do you go from wanting what you think you want and wanting what you're i, I mean, guess ready for i think more of what i'm more of what i'm saying is understanding the place that you want to be um let me backtrack a little bit because i said putting yourself thinking about what you want for the future you want to put what you want into the future but you don't want to overestimate i guess is i guess is a good way of saying like don't put yourself in a position of asking for things that you aren't ready to accept okay yeah. that you aren't ready that you aren't in a place to receive got it like, we've been talking about this situation, right? hmm And I said to you, yeah, it's always been there for, like, 10, 11 years. Uh-huh. But this may not have been the right time. So, you can say, I want this relationship with this person, and it doesn't work out. It may not have been the right time. Because I, I have friends that dated somebody when they were younger, mm-hmm. split up for years and years, and they end up marrying that person. Yeah. It's not the, it's not the right date and time. But, you yeah. know, people be like, oh, well, they're ex for a reason. And I, I think that... I think that's stupid. I think in a... In a sense, right. I do think in a sense that it is valid, but I don't put growth past anybody. I feel like if somebody does get their act together, like if why you broke up was for one reason and then they either don't do that thing anymore or they're not that way anymore and you reconnect and it works. I think first off, you have to have a conversation just to bridge the gap of time. But I do think that it can work. Okay, let's dig deeper on that then. And I'm going to ask you first, Brooke, because I think you got a good opinion on this. Sure. So you made the you she made the comment they're your ex for a reason. Right. What does that mean? They're for me, they're an ex for a reason because there there was something that happened, plain and simple, that constituted them no longer being the person that you're with. Now, in saying that, yes, they're an ex for a reason, but can they come back into your life? Yes. Why for a reason? Right. If they've grown, if they have learned from their mistakes wholeheartedly right and they're actually actively 
working on themselves. You know, if there was just things that were going on to where timing wasn't correct and, and you in one of your situations or <laughs> situation. I didn't, I didn't, yeah, I didn't like the way I worded that. I'm sorry. But like, you know, just like you saying this is like a 10 or 11 year long deal that you've experienced where in those 10 or 11 years, it's just the time wasn't right. right. And so now if, if timing is aligning, then that's perfect. But so there's a there's a multitude of reasons as to why this person, I've I've completely so I'm, gone I'm, off I'm the, issue, I'm yeah. Issue, I'm both you guys with this. Well, wow. let me ask. Before you go there, though, because okay. this, this is going to stir you, why are they a mistake? <laughs> a mistake is something that happens that, you know, it shouldn't have happened, but because of it, this is where we are now. Right. So if, you know, if there was a mistake that was made, if there was something that went wrong that constituted, for, for whatever reason, you two splitting up, then that, that was a mistake. But to say that they're an expert reason isn't necessarily because they made a mistake it could right. be because the timing wasn't right it could be because maybe somebody went overseas yeah it could be that life happened and this things had to things had to fall in the way that they may which is why i said that i do think there's truth to it but i don't think it's all true i don't think that i mean i've seen plenty of people get together they used to date before time went by i even had a client one time who was like she knew that that guy was her husband and they dated people in between not like they weren't together she internally knew that and instinctively knew that they'd come back together one day uh-huh. and now they're married but that, that's a risk it's a high, hey, it's a high level risk we oh, ask about risks but i'm just saying that's a high level, it's a high level risk but the point of reason why i asked <laughs> that <level>. the reason <laughs> why i asked you that is this is because i feel like no person makes a mistake right when we, mm. when we when we look at the thing on a much and i'm explaining to you on a much deeper level i don't feel like people make mistakes in your life People make what decisions? I don't. I, I, I believe that every person that you encounter is not only a lesson to some degree, but they're an experience that you need to go through. Oh, absolutely. Okay, uh, you're you're getting into territory that I've actually like talked about quite frequently, and I feel very strongly about what it is that you were just saying. Is that people? Absolutely, everybody is put into your life for a specific reason. There is something mm-hmm. that you had to learn right. from the person that you have you're experiencing at that moment, and whether they're supposed to be there for just the season or for good is completely up to i feel like their decisions we all have you know free will right mm-hmm. we're all able to make certain decisions and so for me personally i feel like god puts two people together for a reason there's a reason why y'all are two are connecting on some level now we still have free will we have the ability to make our own decisions regardless of what god says what we know is right or wrong we're able to make those decisions. Right. So I feel like we're, you know, if we're put into a situation and we have this connection with somebody, it's up to us to cultivate that, grow something out of it. Now, depending on our decisions and what it is that we were, we're doing in that relationship, if someone makes a certain decision like cheating, you know, that was their decision that they had to make. There's obviously something that you had to learn from that. Right. Maybe you as a person who got cheated on, you are accepting certain things and let it keep happening and keep happening. And you had to learn how to let that go. In my in my own personal experience, there was someone that I was dealing with for about two years. Mm-hmm. Um, incredibly verbally abusive and incredibly just evil. Mm-hmm. And not I don't think that he was evil to his core. I just think that he was going through a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot he couldn't accept within himself. And he projected that upon me. Got it. So in doing that for two years, I put up with it yeah. and put up with it some more. And I continued to fight for this one person. And what I needed to learn is one what not to accept from somebody yeah. and two, to have more faith in my, or more 
love for myself to walk away from the situation for sure than I do have for the person who who is putting me through that right which so. definitely goes into self-worth absolutely absolutely needing crazy situations like that to yeah realize yeah and I, I can look back on that relationship and be like you know he's ex for a reason this is the reason why you know he he's this on the third but there was so much i had to learn yeah from myself in that and that's the whole reason why we were brought together that it brought the whoa <laughs> brought together there's a whole there's a whole that was the reason why we were brought together and that's what i believe in there that's for sure yeah. Yeah. and i think was, you know that's what i had to learn yeah. um I would say, I think, like, saying something like it's he's an ex or she's an ex for a reason is more of, like, cultural jargon, if you will. Yeah. Right. Like, phrase. But, like, when you really unwrap that phrase, it gets way more complex than the mm-hmm. statement itself. Right. Um, I totally agree with you, Brooklyn. I think everything happens for a reason. Um, God is sovereign, and he knows what we need for what we need to learn to keep yeah. moving. and. I mean, we know the cliche saying uh, we have reason, we have friends for a reason, a season, and a lifetime. And I think the same thing applies to relationships. Yeah, um, I, I just really feel like anybody that you you kind of come in contact with um, should never be taken as a negative. Like you may feel a negative because I think the hurt comes from the fact that things don't work out. Mm-hmm. I don't think it comes from the fact of I don't I don't think it comes from the fact of what actually happened and the reason why you broke up, right? Because because if you ever think about the pain that you experience with somebody a lot of times it's not necessarily like about you about that person leaving you mm-hmm. like when you because you begin to think about the times that you had and things that you did mm. so it's kind of a weird question to ask yourself like am i am i really hurt because this person is gone or am i hurt because now i can no longer do these things and have this life i think my both day, sometimes. My, my life now changes i think it goes both ways yeah yeah I think but i found myself sometimes. on both ends of that before. yeah i think it could be one or the other or mm-hmm. both yeah. Um, I know some people are terrible partners, mm-hmm. but they're really good friends. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you mourn that. Like, I don't think we give enough credit to emotionally mourning somebody that's but, not in your life. And anymore. that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like people that 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 make an impact on your life. Mm-hmm. Like, like say for instance, I would be hurt like if one of y'all were to like walk out of my life for whatever reason oh. because we have a good bond. Like we started doing this not too long ago. Yeah. But like I genuinely have like vested interest in y'all. Yeah. It's like that's nothing. People who you have vested interest in, like. Like my homies, like, man, so I'm having to my homeboy. I don't care about the memories. It's like this person had this person impact on my life. I get you. So like even in relationships, like when things go bad, it's like you can't really be mad because a lot of times you break up, it's over. It's over something stupid. <laughs> I mean, when you sit back and look at it, it's stupid. Regardless if it's cheating or yeah. there it's all t- stupid. Right. There aren't too many like irreconcilable differences. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if it gets to that point, like I mean, somebody honest. might there, not. That's, that's, that's be truthful. What? Let's be real, real, real about life. Is there r- really anything truly irreconcilable? Yes. And that's what? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'll i say I don't want to like change the vibe or anything. No, we'll say it. Um, and I, I'll say before saying it that I have very much come to terms with anything that's ever happened. I have separated the fact and the fiction from what has gone on in my own personal life. Okay. But there is someone that I was with. That it wasn't until after the fact that I realized that what was happening sexually was not consensual. Mm. And so for me, that person, I I, I don't wish any ill will upon him, but that is irreconcilable. You did things to me that I was so low on myself that I did not realize that that was... Oh, yeah, was, that's like a whole different yeah. ball. That's a different yeah. ballgame. Yeah. <laughs> that kind of real deep. Ball. Like, I'm, I'm completely no, no, cool no, about no, it. Like, no, I don't fact, care. But, I mean, yeah, you got to say that, though. But, yeah, I, yeah, I'm thinking kind of more like a, a few levels above that, just Ouch. as far as, like, when we say irreconcilable, because we think more so about differences, right? 
and those differences are usually you can't get along or we can't agree upon this or like we can't agree upon finances or that type of stuff oh, but like yeah. what you're saying is yeah like i can understand that yeah. like if somebody's doing something to you that's like literally soul changing that's different yeah you know what i'm saying that's different and to me like when it i mean we're here to be real and it's a safe sure. space right mm-hmm. so thank you for sharing that yeah. um and i'm glad that you've you know worked through it and healed yeah. from it um because there are people who have also been in situations like that. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So um, I think when it comes to irreconcilable differences, where it becomes, quote unquote, irreconcilable is a lack of being honest about like what you truly yeah. are feeling, thinking, how, how, how whatever they're doing is, is, is impacting your world. I don't know why I'm stuttering. It might be this. Um, alcohol? I don't know. I think so. But um, <laughs> I think like if you're truly 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 honest and you're able to say what it is you're thinking feeling experiencing you may not agree but you can agree to disagree right and that might be the irreconcilable difference like i just don't agree with that i hear you i understand it but it is what it is and i think when you get down to that but you i feel like you have to at least give it 100 percent honesty first before you determine it to be irreconcilable if you will but Keeping it light. <laughs> yeah, and, that, and that's where I try to keep um, because I feel like I when you gonna... have people argue, it's over stuff that can be fixed. It's just usually like a very strong difference of opinion. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So yeah. keeping it light. I mean, we're talking about dating, right? Right. So irreconcilable difference usually is a term that's brought up within marriage and divorce. Correct. Right. So before we even get all all the way in there, in my opinion, or what I've come to learn is that dating is a skill. Talking to people is a skill. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you sometimes you got to talk yourself up. It is up. a skill I do not have. <laughs> That's you know a what? line and a half. You going to speak life or what? No, I really don't. Like, y'all, no, no, I, no. I get it. I but what you going to say, though? But no, but I don't, I don't have a reason to. You don't have anyway. a skill what you of mean? talking to people? I'm good. I'm out First the off. I'm out <laughs> you don't have a skill of talking to people? I, I don't have, not in the dating sense. I'm terrified of talking to women. Oh, really? He said I, that like, before. Hard, you didn't hear him say that? No, I heard, I just find it so shocking. It's right. It's right up there with my my fear of heights, nail scratching on a chalkboard. Is that a fear? <laughs> no, like I can't. It, <laughs> like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean you know what I'm that. saying? Like, it makes me nuts. It's like, ah. I like, wish I could see his face. It's right up there, like with the top top fears of just life. Like, it's always been a fear of my life. You know what's interesting about the fear of heights? I don't know where I read it. I could totally be lying. Blame it on Wikipedia. <laughs> but I don't think that the fear of heights is really about the heights as it is about the falling. Because I think if people were to go, were able to go as high as they could and they knew that they would be okay, Facts. they'd go. But it's that it's that falling that really gets people, like the, the fear, the thought of it. Yeah, that, I think that's really what it is, to be honest with you. So yeah. with that said, if that's a shift in perspective when it comes to the fear of heights, right? What is this fear of uh talking to women? Yeah. The rejection. Right. No. What is just, it? It's it's a fear of women because I don't know what the hell to say. That's not true. You got plenty of words in your vocabulary. Honestly, I, it, you and you, I did not know each other at all when we first walked up right. to each other. It's a good thing that I wasn't there. Granted, we weren't like trying to talk, but like still. That's probably why, because I knew I wasn't there trying to catch a booty. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> but okay, it was so, a different perspective. I was just like, same oh, what's thing up, when you bro? What's popping? So the same thing when you and I met. It wasn't off the street. I wasn't trying of... to grab your booty. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just was like, yo, you look cool, bro. You was over there, you know, you was talking to the homie. What's, what's popping? Right, right. You just got to slid over yeah, there. Yeah, we was over here just talking. You know what I'm saying? But like, if I know I'm trying to get your booty, oh, I'm going to hurt. Well, maybe we family. should stop trying to get people's booties and just walk <laughs> up to them like they're 
a regular human being. No. I legitimately did that <laughs> no, today. No, give me that ass. You started? See that? Uh, yeah, in the back of my mind, I'm like, what's up? Wait, what? Turn around. Let me see your booty. I just want to see you clap one time for your booty. What? <laughs> so if you meet her in Chick-fil-A, you just want to see her clap one time. I asked her to clap. You know what? Would you go ahead and let the thing clap with a chicken sandwich? I cannot. <laughs> with a chicken sandwich? Is she clap with a chicken sandwich in hand? <laughs> what? You got a marry Oh, my gosh. Got to. <laughs> but I was going to say that... Um, I actually did that today. Um, I was getting... You made it clap with a chicken sandwich in your hand? <laughs> no, idiot. <laughs> no. If y'all never met Omi, right? Omi's like 5'1". She might even be like 5 feet tall. And she probably wears like a zero. First off, we'll never wear a zero. But Omi, got, Omi has ass for days. Get your life. Ass for days. Like, Get it together. It almost looks fake, y'all. I just want to let y'all know that. Relax. Fellas, slide in her right. DMs. That's how you're going to promote me? Queen Omi. All the things Queen about me? Omi. All the things about me. I don't want to tell them all that. That's for them to find out. Okay. But I'm already giving them half the story. The rest, they got to fill it in. That's what Jay-Z said. Back to my story. Today, I did not clap with a chicken sandwich in my hand. <laughs> what I'm saying is that I um, introduced myself to someone. Yeah. Um, it wasn't shooting my shot. I recognized him, and he does fitness and whatnot. So I was like, oh. oh was it trapped. Sanders? I'm trapped. You trapped. Well, huh? please don't tell me it was Sanders. No. I don't know who that is. <laughs> but anyway. I don't even know that. I don't even, I've never met him physically. Me either. I, I just follow I, him. Yeah, like I know he has a long list of. I don't know who this is. I'm going to have to look him up. He's like the. What's the he's guy? Like the, like the big fitness guy. He trains like out a here? lot of, a lot of the I forget. Uh, what's the guy's name that like trains Jordan Woods and all those people? Jordan Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Well, he's kind of like the Dallas version of whoever the hell it is that I'm trying to think of. Hmm, okay. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But either way. Um, but besides, no, thing... I, I heard he's a great trainer, so okay. I'm not talking bad about him, but I know he does a lot of good training. So yeah, okay. I actually really like his workouts. Yeah. Okay. Um, the only thing I'll say is that I um, I felt like a little anxious um, to go and introduce myself. So I brought this up because you said that when it comes to shooting your shot, you don't know what to say. Well, I'm not shooting any more shots. I'm done. <laughs> well, I'm okay. I'm okay. So. We don't have that problem anymore. Well, well cheers to that. Happy New Year. Yeah, clink, happy. clink. Cheers to that. Um, there was a bit of anxiety. <laughs> you stupid. The clink, clink. <laughs> Come out and play. Yeah. For all you young folks that don't know what that's about, it's actually like a double entendre for old stuff. <laughs> so Diddy made the video when they introduced the Harlem Shake to mm. the world. It was great. Ooh. It was actually, it was actually oh. a special delivery. What? I really don't know anything about it. I thought it was like Nick Cannon. No, no, no. We'll have to. Like this, keep my wrist all glittery. Word. Cape, snakes get slithered. Ean and Shaw got Ean and Shiver. I'm right. You can ask Buddha. We'll have to pull up the video. Right, Zab, like Zab Zuda. Every member on my team is a shooter. The whole Tight like a room, no room for intruders. Hey. Spark Buddha. Twisting the feeling. In good humor. Don't be silly. It's gravy, baby. I got it all. This is favorite good, song, y'all. What? Favorite song. Um, you don't know about G-Dub. That's why. That was a good song, though. Like, that's a vibe that right was, there. I, I really Listen. feel like, we taking a side note, but I really feel like that was like the resurgence of Diddy after uh. like after Biggie had passed away. Yeah. Because you remember, like, he went on like a run after that. Like, Absolutely. He had G-Dub, Black Rob. Um, he had Loon, Mario Winans. Mm-hmm. When they did I like the, all the I Need a Girls and all that. Yeah. Yo, the I Need a Girls is hard. <laughs> Tell me. Anyways. 
anyway yeah um <laughs> what were we saying difficulty with um talking, talking to people you, right yeah. so in this case when i um, ran into this person um seeing them briefly on ig i don't even know how i stumbled on their page but um i, I took a risk because i was like ah, i mean it's a stranger what do i say but i just went out and i was just like you know what let me just introduce myself hey are you so and so and we literally talked for like i want to say like an hour and some change wow right this is a total stranger that's dope off some fitness stuff but it was just like you mind if i sit down like fitness about stuff it. yeah i'm trying to get a trainer who, i'm trying to know who it is i'll show you but okay he was really dope like, i follow a lot of a lot of fitness people in you Dallas. might follow him i don't know but um it was just a testament to like stepping out of my comfort zone yeah and what is the worst that could happen yeah the person be like nah that's not me or right. they just kind of come off closed, closed off and you're right. just like, enjoy your day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But all these tangents, <laughs> getting back <laughs> to the conversation. I think dating is a skill. Talking to it people is a skill. Is. I think when feelings get involved, it brings up perhaps experiences, maybe past traumas yeah. of being rejected or it being awkward. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm just learning to get comfortable with the, the awkward silences or the, the weird like, Hey, how are you? Yeah. Uh, what do I say next? What do I say next? And just kind of like letting the the vibe flow. So yeah. I need to get better at that because like at at my job we do this thing called coffee roulette, and so oh. part of that is you get just randomly paired with somebody else in the office in like different departments, mm-hmm. and you ha- you go and you have coffee with them. And uh-huh. yeah, and so I not gonna lie, I this past one that we just I just had one last week. Mm-hmm. I did take myself out of the the coffee roulette uh channel did you yeah because i was terrible like, well no it wasn't the thing it wasn't terrible itself but i just get so anxious about sitting there and talking to someone that i do not know mm. it was just really terrifying for me and i was tired of being at work stressed out the day of this coffee roulette i'm supposed to have but oh, i think i'm gonna i see now that we're in the new year i think i'm gonna put myself back yeah. in it so i can get better at not being that's a perfect segue awkward yeah okay that's a perfect segue into the dating dessert yeah. So when I it comes think. to dating being a skill, right? If we run with that idea, skills can be developed. It. The more you put time into it, the better you get. So dating is definitely something that people can excel at. Yeah, you're out of the game, William. But if you ever got back in the game, all is not lost. No. I'm if. Good. Small if. I'm good. She all on need. All right. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Mm-hmm. That's so mushy. <laughs> <laughs> so um back in your mouth girl <laughs> let's move into the dating dessert I remember, brooklyn i remember that when you uh when, when dexter pulls up and uh <laughs> you start acting all weird I'm like man dexter let me tell you how much she was talking about you while you were here oh my god <laughs> goodbye mm-hmm. yeah. anyway i'm gonna have you go into the dating dessert brooklyn sure um yeah well first things first i want to know everybody's you know, their resolutions for the new year as far as dating goes. What is everybody's dating resolutions? I can... You want to start? Yeah, I'll start off. Yeah. Just, I mean, me being in the relationship already, I have some some relationship goals okay. that I want us to attend to. Okay. Um, I would like for us to move. I mean, we, we already live together, but I do want to move. Okay. So that would be really dope. He and I have never done like a vacation um come through vacation yeah we want a vacation vacation staycation or i want a vacation like i want to go somewhere i've i've been hardly anywhere in my life stick your feet in some sand Um, right i would love i just want somewhere hot Mm -hmm. i hate the cold so much y'all i mean i feel like we're gonna do something in the u.s first okay so somewhere um, maybe i should go to miami 
No, I'm not ready for Miami. Mm. Ready for, oh, because you don't look like J-Lo yet? Correct. <laughs> um, Come to Buddy like California or something. Malibu's always nice. Where's Malibu? Is that mm. Florida? California. No, California. Oh, okay. It's about 45 minutes outside of LA. Yeah, okay. that would be mm. cool. Um, and then long term, I want to go to Bali. I'm here so for that. Just, I hear that it's amazing. Why don't you just go there and not say anything? Why don't you get married and shit, right? No, I have no ring. <laughs> Where is the I, ring? I could have sworn you had a ring on Oh, my God. <laughs> You're irritated. You're so stupid. Go ahead. What's your relationship? Yeah. Uh, resolution, to not goals. Go back to <laughs> well, all right. No, wait. What was that? Yeah, to not go back to dating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, That's it? Yeah, I'm, I'm out. I'm done. Ding, ding, ding. I'm good with one vagina for the rest of my life. Ay, Dios mío. Jesus. I'm just being honest with you. Hey, be honest. That's what I'll we asked that for. Thing for the rest of my life. I'm good. In right. it? In it. Through it. On the side. On it. On <laughs> Behind top. it. They'd be like, wait, why that motherfucker? You know, when you walk right on top and you slide down. Okay. Um. Wee! <laughs> Remember that commercial with that little pig? You hush. Wee! You hush so right now. My relationship. Shout out to Bay. Resolution. I just uh, want to remain open to love and being loved. That's um, special. It really warms my heart. Does it? It does. <laughs> you get a I really want you to get a boyfriend this year, homie. I think it's So we can all go on vacation today, like dating the Cody vacation. Let's do that. Nothing we should do. I've, I've never, I've never done fine, like a... <laughs> I'm down. We're going to do What's your type, you homie? Know. What's my type? Rich nigga, hey, figure that's my date. All right, guys, and that was our episode of Dating Dakota. <laughs> it was perfect, though. Really um, terrible plug. Honestly, I, I'm such like a planner, yeah, and like forward thinker. I don't know if it's like being an Aquarius or just maybe mixing with my personality, but I see the vision of like grand ideas that I have, and I get so like up in the air that like I'm not as grounded. So. Just like doing the groundwork to actually get to the vision. That sounds good. Yeah. That sounds good. But um, my type, apart from rich and eight figures, it's like no. Um, you guys gotta be <laughs> six two or taller. No, 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 no. I would be so mad at you. No, that's I'm not shallow. Like yeah. I don't necessarily have a height preference because Just everyone technically is taller than me. Um, once in my life, I've dated somebody who is my height. Wow. And I feel yeah. like that's hard. Like short people. <laughs> he was he was a really good friend and it just happened to go into that but i don't have a preference it's not like oh you gotta be this you gotta be that um i just want somebody who has good character i'm not gonna lie i feel like let cats, me finish no, i feel like cats that are five one because i want you to know this five one what have a I feel like cats that are like five one um either like anime or they <laughs> dance so you can finish what you're saying now but um, i want to put that out there so fellas if you're five one and you like anime and you dance, oh me maybe you're woman. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, all I'm gonna say is that I want somebody who has good character, who has um, the fear of God in his heart, who is preferably a believer. Um, I need somebody that I can follow. You know who's gonna lead me. He be CEO, I be CFO. We do this thing together. You know, partners in life. But I'm not what necessarily. Did you just riddle off? CEO. CFO. Jesus Christ, you sound like Birdman <laughs> talking that game shit together. Look, I'll cheer y'all. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not petitioning for applications. I mean, it'll happen when it happens. And who's That's to true. say? Maybe I've met him already, and maybe things are just brewing on the back burner. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> y'all already know how we do. Uh, we go off on tangents. We just like to have a good time. So, um, dating dessert continue, Brooklyn. Yeah, for sure. 
Okay, so cool. So this next little part that we have is just a cool article that Omi found online from datingadvice.com. And it's just a few tips to and skills to, that you should just build up and things that are just going to allow you to cultivate some some pretty awesome relationships moving forward and For how sure. to how to date skills to date yeah um skills are things that anybody can develop so absolutely essentially anybody can be successful at dating so let's set 2020 off on a good foot right just practice it just let me put you on an app yes and and meddle with your entire (laughs) life (laughs) um so number one would be observation um and saying that is just to interpret body language and social cues and focus on the present i think that's huge because even with a lot of the clients that i talk to They'll ask me things as far as like, at what point in the date is it okay to kiss somebody? Mm. How many dates do I have to have before I can do this or do that? And Got the it. biggest thing is look at the the body language. Yeah. The way, the way that you know whether or not someone is really feeling what's going on is through their body language. Are right. they looking at you? Are they, are they crossing their arms and closing themselves off from you in the conversation? Right. Um, or if you are on a date and she happens to be initiating that physical touch um, because she is feeling good with you if she is feeling kind of open with you that's all things that you kind of have to clock in the back of your mind so that right. you know what is you know okay or not okay right um don't num- get caught when you try to go in for a kiss and she he or she turns their face right like, you're oh. like oh yikes. <laughs> um number two would be to compromise making joint decisions is imperative in a mutually satisfying relationship which is absolutely true. You know, if, if one person is constantly the one calling the shots, is constantly the one kind of making the decisions on what's going to happen and when, yeah. um, that's kind of how animosity and resentment yes. builds. You know, yeah. if you start to feel like you're being controlled or you have no say, you don't have any, your yeah. opinion isn't valued in the relationship, then that kind of comes in with that. Definitely. And I think an important part of that is like, don't compromise if you don't want to. Right. For like, sure. it's not something that you have to to do right you can say no number yeah. three is assertiveness Ooh, yeah that, that's <laughs> a word that gets a, a bad rep <laughs> for sure for sure i think a lot of times when the people hear the word assertiveness they think aggression they yeah. think you know my way or the highway and it's does it doesn't it definitely doesn't have to be that way right but with assertiveness use your voice to speak up for your needs or feelings set appropriate boundaries have open and honest communication um which is hard if you're prone to people pleasing, um, or if you have social anxiety, um, which is, I mean, that's a huge thing. You know, it's, I feel like a lot of people, their boundaries kind of fly out the window when they start dating someone because they want to appease the person they're with and they're willing to do just about anything to make that situation work. Yeah. Um, I used to be like that where it's just like, Oh, I don't want to ruffle the feathers. So let me just like go with it. Right. But in the back of my mind or just with my friends, I'm like, Oh, he did this and he did that. And I'm just like, dang, why ain't say nothing? Right. There's so many times that I think back and I'm like, there's so much stuff that I've done that I was not comfortable doing yeah. because I didn't want to speak up right. and just be assertive in, in how it is that I feel or what it is that I'm comfortable with. Definitely. Yikes. I know. I'm surprised I haven't gotten arrested. <laughs> um, okay, number four is stress management. Healthier self leads to a healthier relationship life. Long story short, take care of yourself and the rest will follow. Mm. Um, you are 100% a product of your environment. So if everything is in discord, your mind is going to be in discord and therefore the way that you treat the person that you're with, not even just romantic relationships, but friendships and, you know, your family, that starts to all fall in line with the discord. And I love how, um, uh, I think it's Lisa Nichols, someone, it might be her, (laughs) but, um, they were like, you're the first example of how to treat you 
when your cup is full, then it really makes a difference. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, if, if you are someone who finds yourself in repeated relationships where the same thing keeps happening, they keep treating you terribly, you know, they, they, you're kind of asking yourself, why do I always fall for the bad guy or, yeah. you know, all these things. That's, that's exactly where it comes from. Exactly what you said, that you, you are the example of how someone should treat you. Right. So treat hey. yourself well. For sure. Be nice to yourself. Um, number five, time management. Dating takes up time. Uh, schedule dates into your agenda. Yeah. Make sure that if you are not in a in a time frame right now that dating really just doesn't work for you in your schedule, don't put that on yourself. Right. Don't stress yourself. That just goes right back to number four and stress management. It's going to be, you're going to cultivate unhealthy relationships when you're putting more on yourself than what you can. Right. Um, Just for the sake handle. of being in the dating scene. Yeah. And if you, if you do happen to be a busy person, but you have met someone who you feel like they're worth making time for, because yeah. I mean, every, you always hear everybody say you, you, people make time for what they want to make time for. Right. If this is someone that you want to make time for, schedule it into your agenda. Make sure that you are being intentional with your time while not still not slacking on what it is that you need to do right. for yourself or your job or whatever for sure what have you um, and be aware of like what you say yes to and yeah. you know be mindful of what to say no to fomo phew, that Boy, thing right there bad fomo got the best of me these last yeah. couple of weeks but <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like all right am i really fearing like missing out like do i really need to be there do i really need to do this and right. sometimes it's just like Jomo, the joy of missing out needs to right. kick in. You feel me? Oh, I kind of like that. Yes. I didn't start using that because I, I will literally like overextend myself just oh, to be somewhere. And it's, it doesn't make sense. And it really puts me in a bad mood because I feel like I haven't been productive. I know. Um, yeah. Exhibit self-control. Avoid procrastinating. If you're if you say you're going to do something with someone, don't be the reason why they they can't believe what you say. Just yeah. just do it. Um, number six, emotional intelligence and awareness. Emotional intelligence is so huge, and I feel like it's something that so many people need to to really kind of do, do a deep dive on themselves. And I think yes. it's a good time to do that being in the new year mm-hmm. is to just take a seat, give yourself a couple of hours because there's, there's more shit on your plate than, you know, 30 minutes to do some reflecting. I know. Um, but reflect on your relationship patterns. Look at the way uh, that your past relationships have gone in the past. Be con- super candid and honest with yourself and saying, what parts of these relationships did not last because of me? Right. Um, we all play a role. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Where it's things are not completely one sided. Yes. I mean, if let's say that you've been cheated on multiple times in these relationships, yes, they made that decision. But what what patterns have you exhibited that maybe that, that could? Yeah. That maybe this, these things happened because yeah. of I mean, people don't just some people don't just cheat just for the sake of for sure you know cheating um understand what you bring to the table i think that's been a kind of a constant theme in some of the conversations we've been having Mm -hmm. it's just really understanding what it is that you have time for what it is that you you want in a relationship definitely um what it is you're ready for be self-aware be emotionally mature and that'll make you a good catch, honey. For real. Their, emotional maturity is so rare to come by. And sexy. <laughs> Can I just put that out there? Right. Like, no. I don't even know how to get into it. That's that's like a whole thing in and of it. That's a whole episode. Uh, number seven, resilience, motivation, and patience. Maintain focus after rejection. Um, take time for yourself to heal after breakups. Remain positive and hopeful. Avoid giving up. I think a lot of us, we have that huge defeatist mindset as soon as something, you know, happens in a relationship. It, I feel like it is traumatic whenever a relationship ends. 
but knowing not to just completely say, okay, well, this is it for me. I'm done with men. I'm done with women. Did this super negative defeatist attitude. Take your time to heal, grieve over the loss of that relationship. Yeah. And then move forward because how many times have we said that that's it, I'm never doing that again. And then six months later, we got a crush on somebody new. Like, it's, right. That's just not, yeah. It's not the nature of the game. Exactly. But I think, you know, with the positivity, like, to yeah. also speak life. For sure. You know, not to be so, like, hard on yourself and be like, I never attract this or, like, yeah. I'm always the one. Like, be very careful what you attach to the statement, I am, because yeah. words have power whether we like it or not. Absolutely. So... Yeah, I think, I think it's a really good practice that I've, I've just been reading up on, um, not just in relationship terms, but just in general, taking some time to sit down and write the person, write down who the ideal person, uh, or excuse me, sitting down and writing out who the ideal you is, mm. you know, is he or she someone who, you know, wakes up early and writes on their intentions for the day? Or so, so, so are you someone that, you know, really puts purpose in what it is that you're about to do? Yeah. Um, yeah. I can dig that. For sure. Number eight, what that is. Um, communication and conversation. Be a skilled communicator. <laughs> Simple, right? <laughs> right. It's so easy. You just talk. Easier said than done. Oh, for sure. Wouldn't you agree, Will? Uh. <laughs> um, yeah, be a skilled communicator. This is something that you absolutely can learn. Active listening, um, showing interest in what someone is talking about. Um, appreciate the time and the conversations that you're having with someone and validate what it is that you're hearing um, and receiving from a conversation. Starting off with those few things is going to help tremendously in just um, learning how to communicate when, you, when you're when you listening to someone talk, ask questions. Active listening is, is a huge part of that. For sure. And I think, you know, something that we're working on, especially on this podcast, is like appropriately interjecting uh, because yeah. you, we get so excited and we just like want to share what we're going through and yeah. ain't nothing more valid than somebody enjoying talking about themselves but right it's almost like giving space for people to just like talk yeah. and don't spend the time like thinking oh what am i about to say next hmm. right like, <laughs> just sit there it's right. okay if it's an awkward silence or something <laughs> that you're processing like just just be there <laughs> absolutely i can dig that awesome so number nine kindness and generosity um show up genuinely and consistently Mm. um you know be the type of person that someone can count on don't just dip out or definitely yeah be flaky uh be clear about your interest um that kind of goes back to that last episode that we um or two episodes ago actually Mm -hmm. that um you know i don't remember his name i feel so bad yeah him yeah yeah Um, uh be very clear with someone be open and honest with what it is that you're wanting or expecting out of them for sure um go ahead with the, you know, kindness and generosity, there was this article, they were talking about the success of, like, relationships is really tied to kindness and generosity, hence why it's, like, you know, turning towards someone when they try to get your attention. Yeah. When you call my name, I actually look at you. Right. If you say, hey, check this out, I'm looking at this, you actually turn to what I'm referring to. Right. That type of thing just shows attentiveness. Yeah. And this point in particular, I was just like, Wow. That's so true. Because one of my pet peeves, my friends know this about me, is just like, if I'm talking to you and you're on your phone. It is the rudest thing. Oh, child. It's worse when y'all are arguing or you're like, y'all have a disagreement and they're they're looking at their phone and like, what? I'm texting my mom. Um, Right now? Right. (laughs) All the time to think about mom. My gosh. I digress. (laughs) Go ahead. What's number 10? (laughs) I feel like 10 is the most important. Um, Vulnerability. Mm. 
Um, face dating head on and put yourself out there. Let your guard down. Um, open your heart up and, and be authentic to yourself. Show them the most authentic version of you. I think that, was it the New York Times that did the whole... Um, however many questions yes. that's supposed to make you fall in love. I have someone. that app on my phone. Do you? Oh my gosh. Okay. I I really love that whole <sighs> social experiment that they're doing. And the, the, the science behind that is that it's basically saying that any two people in an essence can can fall in love with each other because what what builds those emotional connections is the vulnerability mm. that you are showing to another person. And it's not just you know, having a crush on them and liking them physically and, you know, getting to know them on that level and then realizing three months down the line that they're not even the person that you want to be with, yeah. but like being vulnerable with, with somebody, breaking out those walls for sure, and just being super authentic with another person is, is huge. You're like my twin flame right now yeah. because I legit <laughs> have that app on my phone. I love it so it's much. It's called what? 36 questions to fall in love. Yeah. And the amazing thing is that they have videos on YouTube yes. showing people it's who've never favorite. met and how it unfolds yeah and the wildest part about it is like staring into someone's eyes for four minutes that would scare the crap out of me i don't want to do that yeah oh my gosh i'm really bad at eye contact though like i'm 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 trying to get better and now Mm. that i'm doing it like i'm like looking off and not trying to look at you at all but um (laughs) i'm trying to be more intentional about about, intentional intentional about looking at people in their eye Mm. but that's That's really hard thing to do minutes four minutes is a long time no words just looking I'll, i've been i'll be scared of like breathing too hard but that's the thing it's so vulnerable like yeah oh oof. that's a good note to end this on yeah um, for sure. this dating dessert is extremely tangible information for we're sure. kicking off 2020 on a good foot we're just going like level it out and just give it a, a solid 10 <laughs> at this point it is january um just- keep your expectations at bay but you know expect it to be good expect it to be fun you know expect dating to to bring out the best of you yeah i think going into the year with those type of intentions will definitely have a different outcome for sure so i'm starting at a 10 hopefully it'll end at a 10 at the end (laughs) of 2020 but um i'm excited that you guys are on this journey with us um I have, I know Christmas was last week, but I would have to say, apart from the other gifts that I've gotten, that two great friendships, like Aww. these gifts. I appreciate you guys. I am so bad with like nice things. I get very <laughs> awkward. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, I guess. I mean, I don't say that to necessarily uh, get a thank you, but you know, when you pray no. for something and you actually get it, like, for sure. it's a blessing. And I'm really appreciative. Um, not only to God, but to you guys for like just joining on this journey. So, yeah. you know, we are a couple episodes in, but I cannot wait until like the end of the year so we yeah. can look back, like <laughs> fine tuning all the sound stuff. Like for y'all that have been listening, thank you for rocking with us. I know it'll be a little shoddy sometimes, but you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, shit, I don't know what I don't know. <laughs> I'm doing my best out here in these streets. So yeah. just thank y'all for being so supportive and sharing and just like subscribing and following. I appreciate y'all. So, into the new year, what you about to say? Tell your friends. To tell a friend. To tell a friend. And tell some more friends. <laughs> some more friends. Perfect. Some we got some friends. fire stuff lined up this year. My gosh. Um, as you guys, like, listen, you'll hear more of just, like, me, Brooklyn, and Will just holding it down, you know? Uh, like a little baby breakfast club. We'll have some guests on the show. And we actually have some, some really dope guests. We do. Season, we so. do. Um, so we're kicking off season two real good. Let us know in the comments what um your dating resolution is or concentration or goal, however you want to term it. 
something that you'll actually stick to. And maybe we'll have a recap episode halfway through the year where yeah. see where we're at. You know Yo, what I'm saying? Y'all got time for extra content. For sure. For <laughs> sure. But also let us know like things that you guys like here at Dating Nicole that we love to obviously share our perspective. So we definitely want to hear from you guys on a consistent basis. Yeah, um, for sure. You know, if you guys have questions for any of us um, on a you know more personal side, you can always find all of our social media accounts. Please don't try to call us because I won't answer the phone. <laughs> Just hit me up on my social media. Yes. And if you say something rude sure. and inappropriate, I can block you. <laughs> so, Dating Decoded yeah. underscore podcast. You already most know the definitely. vibes. But also, you know, supply, support black podcasts. I mean, come like, on now. You know, we're just trying to do something, do something else for the culture, bring a, a different vibe to it, you know, kind of a different platform. So, again, we would love to hear and um, hear and, you know, see what you guys are feeling out there. So definitely let us yes. know. And also song suggestions. You know, <laughs> most of our conversations are based off of a certain song, lyrical content. So, you know, we're open to hearing what you have to say. Um, so with that, you can catch us every Wednesday. Right. Um Life happens, so it might not be early Wednesday, but you know what I'm saying? We're going to try, try our best to be consistent. 2020 New Year, you know what I'm saying? Trying to be dedicated, consistent, <laughs> making these sacrifices. That My birthday's cool. coming up at the end of the month. I'm turning 29 on the 29th. Oh, Golden was, Year ooh. vibes. I was so, ooh. I Golden, forgot about that. Golden Year vibes. I forgot about that. Yes, so That's y'all stay tuned. Uh, we got some special stuff coming up, so we'll make a couple announcements before the month is over. But um, for those of you who have been sharing, reposting, um, all that good stuff, I appreciate y'all. Please like, keep doing it. Definitely. Yeah. It makes a difference. Like, we see everything. Okay? For sure. Shout so, out to my friend Christopher. Okay. Who's Christopher, that? if you're listening to this, thank you. Okay. It's just one of my friends. Like, we, he, we've never met. Uh-huh. We're just, like, friends via uh, social media. Uh-huh. And when I posted the first episode that I was ever on. Yeah. Um, he got really excited and like shared it and followed and hit me up about it and so yeah. that's awesome. Thank yeah. you, Chris. No, we should actually start appreciate doing that. you. Yeah, so, uh, just shouting out a couple this, people. Yeah, in the spirit, of, I want to shout out to the um to the homie Kel so crazy. Y'all can find her at Kel so crazy. Hey, my homie Kel, she's always showing love, always posting. So we do appreciate that. Um, yes. Shout out to you. Shout out to everybody else. Um, shout out to my man Linjo. Make sure you bring back that mumble sauce, okay? Thank the you. We're going to have to, Brooke, we're going to have to put you on. I, yeah. I have no clue what yeah, mumble sauce is. Um, but yeah, shout out to my man Linjo. Um, if you don't know, he came through last episode. Plus talking crazy. Time, talking crazy, but that's my man. Um, <laughs> good brother. Um, but happy to have him. Showed us mad love from the episode. So, hey, you guys say something great. we definitely going to give you a shout out. We want to be interactive sure. with you guys. Definitely. Yep. Let's set a new vibe. Yeah. KK? Yeah. You already know what it is. Your boy. Young William. <laughs> See you guys next episode. That's it. I heard some people say they like my voice. It's kind of sexy. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Anyway, you hey, guys. You're going to stop hating on me. <laughs> you... Listen, it's 20. <laughs> Listen, we're going to the W. Year. You're going to stop hating. You'll be all right. All the hate out your blood. You'll be all right. <laughs> anyway, you already know what the vibe is. Wherever you find yourself on the dating spectrum, just know that you're right where you're supposed to be. So start off the new year right. We out here. Let's get it. Woo. Cheers to that. Cheers. Happy New Year. Woo. Happy New Year. Hey.